0: Hi, everybody. I am Peter Travers. This is Popcorn, where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And my guest today, Claire Foy, well, she's just got everything going for her. She's just won the Emmy for The Crown. Everybody that's seen First Man is buzzing about Oscar for that one. And now in The Girl in the Spider's Web, she's just a tough, tattooed chaser after male predators that she can either strangle, destroy in some way. So good for you, Claire oh, Foy. Nice. There's just nothing. You <laughs> you like popcorn, don't I'm you? I'm really munching it's away good. when you're it's working. It's really I'm like good. Yes, that's it. You want me to continue that introduction we'll now. Just You keep going. I'll just, just finish keep that going whole thing. And I'll finish it. Mm. You can have it at any time Thank in the you.
1: World, Thanks you know? so much.
0: But look at all those. Po- Which is you? Come on. Which one of these three that I mentioned is closer to the Claire um. Foy that's sitting right here now?
1: all of them really like really? I've got all yeah i've got all of them living in me somewhere and um
0: i see queen elizabeth really in a tattoo and a leather jacket on mm.
1: a, yeah, so on do I, on a motorcycle right it's, it's, that's that person inside her screaming <laughs> to get out um but no yeah definitely all of them i think different facets of their character are definitely things that i sort of want to kind of face in myself or things that i kind of think that i you know um I'm sort of fascinated by, or and, you know, there's always a reason why you play each character, but all three of them definitely are in there.
0: So you're just a mad schizophrenic, yeah, in some way. Much, yes, yeah. everything in your head is I've just got a terrible. They're all living disorder. with you. You say goodbye <laughs> to no. one.
1: Yeah, exactly. I,
0: unlike too many people who missed it, saw you in a movie called Unsane.
1: Yeah. Where
0: I saw the crazy person in you.
1: Yeah, said <laughs> so it's Steven Soderbergh, That's why he gave me that job. It was. Job, yeah. it was.
0: That was mm. good preparation for this, wasn't
1: huh? it? Yeah, it was actually a similar that doing that movie kind of made me more interested in doing Spiders Web because I'd done that film with Stephen and it was a really kind of throw yourself in, um, don't think about it, you know, just deal with whatever's happening in that scene at the moment in that moment. And I've been very, very as an actor anyway, I was always very, very prepared. I was always you know, I'd done a lot of dialogue heavy kind of things and then suddenly to kind of be doing something and like they was just like just go don't think just go um and that's what Fede that's what Feddy said to me he said it's going to be just raw and you need to just jump in and be brave and I was like oh that sounds good
0: well it is great because you don't Lisbeth Slander as you play her doesn't have a hell of a lot of time for brooding
1: oh no she's
0: on she's on the run isn't yeah, she all the entire time, time yeah so set this up for us because the girl in the spider's web is the title of a book that was written by an author who wasn't Steve Larsson after yep. he died. Yeah. But this isn't that book.
1: <laughs> no, I mean it is. It's, 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 it is. It is. It's based on the on the novel, but it's um, I think weirdly because the the fourth book was very much the resurrection of that um the Millennium series was the of that character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Fede felt that he took so much from the novel, but he really kind of uh, felt that he had a little bit of leeway to resurrect the film of that book as well, if you know what I mean, so Mm -hmm. that he felt that he could focus on, make a film that he wanted to make. He didn't want to feel kind of restricted by having to do things exactly as they were in the book because that that preciousness had kind of gone because David Lagerkrantz had reinvented it in a way.
0: What made this whole subject of playing Lizbeth Salander attractive to you?
1: Um, I think I'd always loved the character I think I read the novels and um she was someone who kind of uh jumped out of the page for me and someone that I really um had I'd never read before I'd never read a character like her um and so when I think when you love a character like that and it stays with you and then I watched all the Swedish movies I watched the David Fincher movie and I loved him I thought Numi and Rooney did incredible work I really recognized the character um and so when it came to me I kind of was I didn't know what else there was to investigate. I didn't really understand why it was being remade. I didn't really understand what was going on. Um, but I did know that I just was I had an interest still in that character. I still had an interest in her and um and a love for her. And I think uh and Fede kind of Fede's approach to it was the reason why I kind of thought there was more to find out about her.
0: Well, in the time of hashtag Times Up, it's mm-hmm. Times Up for a lot of the men in this movie that this character basically has dealt with in her childhood with her father and Mm. is dealing with now you know she's kind of an avenger on those people who have been terribly cruel to her
1: Uh, I don't think it's that simple I don't think she's an avenger I think that sort of makes her kind of some sort of superhero as opposed to being who she is which is someone who's been the victim of sexual Mm -hmm. um, abuse Uh, I think that Lisbeth is motivated pathologically by a desire for justice that she never received. Mm -hmm. She never felt, and I feel like a lot of people um, who have been subject to such abuse, never feel that justice is truly served because it's not really. Um, And I think that Lisbeth can't really sleep if she sees that um, injustice still if she still sees the the predator and victim kind of dynamic being played out and that the predator's never punished. She can't bear it. And so she goes out of her way to make those predators um, ult- ultimately, feel how they've made the victim feel, um, uh, and I and I and that's pathological. She's not. It's not like she's got some sort of doctrine or moral that she's kind of going out there and doing. She just physics. She can't stop doing it. Well,
0: it's interesting because a superhero she isn't. She takes her lumps in this movie. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> she sure does. It? Yeah. It's just <laughs> sometimes I'm thinking, how is she getting up? You know, mm. and you rarely see that. Usually, you see a character that's, yeah, I'm ready for the next one, mm. and she's beaten up a lot by Mm. what she's doing in that, which makes her quest in the movie even more touching, I think.
1: Yeah, well, I always really strongly felt that the thing that's so interesting about Elizabeth is that she's not the most physically strong person. It's not like she could Mm. beat up a six-foot man. That's not, she's not um, she's, she doesn't have any kind of idea that she's superhuman. That's not. But what she does have is speed and intelligence that a lot of people don't have. That she's definitely brains over brawn. Um, and also, her will to survive is so strong. Her will to live, her will to. Her, her determination, her strength, and her spirit are so, so, so strong in her that she will be there clawing her way out. She will do everything until the last moment. And I think when you have that fight for life, I think it means that you end up being able to take a bit more than other
0: people. What's the most fun about playing her?
1: I wouldn't sum her up as a fun character. She's not a fun character to play. You know, um, there's a lot of darkness there and a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I really enjoyed the 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 stunt work. I really enjoyed the kind of learning to do the fight sequences and the physical physically transforming in that way. I'd never done that before, and I really
0: enjoyed that. So, when you're starting in this business, was mm-hmm. it on the stage?
1: Um, I went to, I, well, I mean, I went to university and then I, and then I went to drama school. Mm-hmm. Um, but my first job um, wasn't on wasn't on the stage. Mm-hmm. It was in a, a TV show in the UK, and then and then I and then I went into theatre and then did another TV show. So mix, I've always mixed it up, really.
0: I remember seeing you in Wolf Hall, where you were Anne Boleyn, which I think is great, given that you played Queen Elizabeth, because. The Queen is still with us and Anne Boleyn had like a thousand days, right, before she was beheaded. So things are going great, you know, for you now in terms of the characters you're playing. Well,
1: I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, the Queen of England is a sovereign in her own right. And Anne Boleyn was married to Henry (laughs) VIII, so she, to to get kind of pedantic about it, she wasn't going to last long with that guy in charge.
0: So when you're doing this, when you're playing Queen Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. did you get to meet her? no. No, she didn't call you and say, Claire, you know, season one, episode four. It what isn't exactly what, yeah, what, what was that about? Uh, no, no, it doesn't matter. You haven't really been work, invited like. to the palace? No. Well, this is just terrible. Does she it's know not. you won the Emmy? It's enemy? really good, though. No,
1: of course is, she doesn't. She's uh, the Queen of Queen England. England. <laughs> I
0: know she is, but I, I have this idea of her, and you actually play her that way, where she has mischief inside of her. Oh, yes, of course she, she does. does, Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't think she has a fascination with kind of uh, celebrity or um, fame in that way.
0: Here you play this, you're British, you're playing this, and then they say, you know what you should be doing? You should be playing the wife of astronaut Neil Armstrong, who was the...
1: Janet Armstrong.
0: (laughs) Janet. Yeah. Did you have any fear about doing this, playing this person?
1: Well, I mean, it it doesn't really work like that. Nobody says you should be doing... No-one can tell me what I should or shouldn't be doing in my career. It's my career, so... So you um, say it. Well, I don't sort of go out there and find the work myself. I have (laughs) amazing agents who are able to kind of, like, say, offer me options of (laughs) things that are on the table and then audition for them and hope to God that you get it. Um, And that's what happened with First Man, that I read the script and spoke to Damien and um, I just thought Janet was just an amazing woman and so beautifully drawn by Josh. And so then I, you know... You know, went to LA and auditioned for it and really luckily got the part. It was just such an honour to work with him and Ryan and everyone on the movie.
0: What was she to you when you first approached this part?
1: Um, well, I think that everybody kind of knows the classic story of the astronaut and the astronaut wives in the sense that it's that kind of those who were left at home um, in a way. Um, but I, you know, I think that can become a bit of a cliche, and I think the thing about Janet was that she really um, was an amazing way in that story to get into the heart of all these women who'd never been given a voice at the time. They'd never had a, a chance to be heard, really, that they were portraying something which was deemed to be perfection and and something um, to be hero-worshipped, and actually they were all struggling, and, and they were the kind of really human, um, emotional side of something which was just deemed to be um, something which is owned by so- millions of people worldwide really. There's something that these people went through that was so deeply traumatic let alone the fact that Janet and Neil had already lost a daughter which is already uh, the greatest tragedy and then to be put in this situation which is so extreme which only a very few people have been through um, I think that there's so much there that is worthy of uh, you know a drama being made about it there's so much to kind of find out from it.
0: How do you deal with with the whole awards talk situation that comes around the things that you've been doing. I mean, uh, The Crown is so much about... uh, affected everybody, not just in England. We all watched it here, Hmm. you know, binge-watched it with that. You've won the Emmy, now they're talking about Oscars. Do you take that in, or do you just pretend it's not happening? How do you deal with it?
1: Um, Well, the thing is, it's, it's not like in everyday life, people are walking around going... Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. They're not? What's wrong? Who
0: are your friends? Come on. Um, They should be saying that. I'm going to do that to you the rest of the interview and just scream Oscar, Oscar, Uh, Oscar. Oscar. Right, here it is. Uh,
1: I think that, so it's an amazing, I think the the film is incredible. I think what Damien did was amazing. I think he took a huge risk and he was so brave with his own um, kind of, uh, his idea about the film. Um, so any attention that the film gets, I think, is truly, truly deserved. But anything to do with me or um, anything like that, you know, I, it's a it's so lovely that people respond to your work that way. But at the same time, you know, um, it, it's not something that I kind of dwell on.
0: <laughs> what is the trajectory that you see as an actor in this business that you've chosen to be in? Do you ever say to yourself, "I'm going to take some time off"? I'm what do you do when, because the crown is a beast, isn't it? To, mm. to shoot something that long. Mm. Um, what do you do when there's time off and you just go, yes, I'm free?
1: Um, well, I mean, I'm sort of in charge of that, really. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, I knew after making, um, I did First Man and Spiders were pretty much back to so, back. And I'd never really done that before. Um, and I knew it was going to be hard and it was really hard. Um, but so, but I, you know, was just, um, knew that I needed time off after that. So I had kind of a good five months off after that. And, and, uh, and, you know, I think you have to take care of yourself. You have to have as much time off as you do working because otherwise, um, they, you're no use to anyone.
0: So here it is. You've had this run of things, and especially with The Crown, you had to say goodbye to it. Mm-hmm. This would be wrenching to me if I were involved in something like that. And then suddenly people were playing my part. Have you sat down with Olivia Coleman and said, have you two talked?
1: Um, uh, yeah, we've talked, we haven't talked about the part, we've talked about working. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I've met Olivia before, she's like a lovely, lovely woman and we've been in touch quite a lot. Um, but it's not my part. Um, there's to be an actor you have to it's you love actors you love other actors mm-hmm. i mean i do anyway mm-hmm. i am not in this industry to to win uh or it's like competitive i i, I you know actors is the only reason i'm able to act if someone else is acting opposite me that's the only reason i'm able to do what i love so um and and the ownership that people Would feel about that character, I think, is wonderful because that means that they've loved that character. But at the same time, I inherited it from many other actresses. That part, the the part of Elizabeth Mountbatten, has been played by many, many other women. Um, And so, it's in the nature of this industry of of acting that you hand that part. Once you finish playing that role, it can be done again. That's that's the point of it. So, I I feel no. It's not wrenching for me. It feels, you know, the right thing. And and, and I'm so proud that the show goes on. It could so easily not be that way.
0: Well, I'm thrilled for everything for you that's going on in your life. That's really great. And this is the first time you've been on the show. So you don't know that we end in song. Do we? We do. Ta-da! And I haven't seen... The Claire Foy musical, yeah. It's coming. Is it coming? I, it involves popcorn. Oh, you've got some popcorn. And umbrellas. Yeah. You no, know, it could be a bot Because you can do almost anything. I can't sing. You trans- I, well, that even makes it better. Yeah. I could just play a real, like, grouch who doesn't sing. and. No, no, no. It. I want. I think people, when singers come on the show, yeah. they're the last people that ever want to sing because they think people will watch them and say... He or she didn't sound as good as they do on the recording of what oh. that is. But we, just regular people, we sing as part of our daily life. Don't you, we? You do. <laughs> Come, don't lie do to me. I do all the time. Of course you Terribly do. Terribly in the I'm kitchen. I'm not looking for a complete song. Just the smidgen of one.
1: You're not actually going to make me sing. I
0: make everybody do this.
1: And no one told me this. If Olivia
0: Colman can do it. So, can you? What did
1: Olivia sing?
0: She sang some really rude uh, British ditty that I have never heard before, but I want to hear more of when I'm having gin and giggles.
1: Well, the thing is, I, my mind's gone blank. I don't know any songs. Oh, that
0: just can't be true. Someone told me that you were a major Springsteen fan.
1: I am, yeah. I'm not going to sing Bruce Springsteen. Oh, come crazy? on. I'll do it
0: with you. No. You can do a little dancing in the dark. I can't. What's wrong with I you? I can't.
1: I can't take okay, down the saying,
0: I can't, I can't. You got, Your accent became even more formal and and Yeah, I'm trying to make it stop. Brick. I'm
1: trying to make it end.
0: <laughs> Sing that.
1: No. Make it stop. <laughs> Please make it stop right now. Put me out of my misery. Now <laughs> okay, see, was that, that
0: horrible? I was, gonna <laughs> was it that horrible, really? Yes. It wasn't. It was yes, great. it was. It, it was, was awful. Great.
1: And yet you made it. I'm
0: going to be there. I'm going to be there for your first musical on set on day one.
1: Well, I'm not going to do one now because if anyone <laughs> has any idea, they will find that, that and go, oh my God.
0: Oh. Claire, thank, thank you so you much. much.
1: Thank you. I don't know whether yeah. I should thank I'm you. I'm glad you
0: liked the popcorn too. It's really was, good. I just hope it hasn't that been that here was for days. really good.